Welcome back to Real Presence Live, Friday edition, end of the week. We have survived. I'm Karen Gibis along with Becky Barrett. And we are live here at the Rapid City Chancery in the beautiful Black Hills on a wonderful rainy day. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are glorifying God for this rain we have desperately needed here in the Black Hills area. And walking the dog in it, not Karen. Right? <laughs> there are just some things you can say, yes. Thank you. Let me celebrate this with you, God. Exactly. (laughs) We are on to our very last interview of today's show. What a great day it's been, and I think it's going to end with a fabulous interview. It is. It is. We have the new director of the Office of Native American Ministries here at the Chancery Office in the Diocese of Rapid City, Jermaine Little Bear. And she's been here a couple of months now, putting together a lot of different programs, getting some stuff started back up. Um, The office has been vacant for a couple of years. Um, uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I'm from Rapid City. I grew up in Rapid City. I uh, went to school here, graduated from Rapid City High School in 1967, so I'm pretty dating myself pretty much. I'm old. It's all good. Yeah, so I guess you'd call me an elder. There we go. There you go. Sorry, Elder Jermaine Littler. Director of Native Ministry, which I'm so grateful to be here because it is, uh, you know, I have a great interest. I'm my family, my grew up, you know, um, in on the Pine Ridge Reservation. That's where I'm an enrolled member of the Pine Ridge Ogallala Lakota uh, uh, Sioux Tribe. And uh, I, but I lived in, I was born in Wall. South oh wow! Dakota. Oh, my I dad, did. That's cool. Yeah, my dad was. Uh, you know, had a belief that he went to uh, World War II, and when he came back, he had grown up all his life on the reservation, going to boarding schools. He graduated from St. Francis Mission in 1940, and he wanted his kids to just have greater opportunity, so he wanted us to live off the reservation. He went to college after he got out of World War II, and... Uh, in Black, at Black Hills and became oh. a teacher. It was Black Hills Teachers College in, in right. those days. So he became a teacher. And uh, so then that's why his first teaching job was in Wall. So that's where I was born. And uh, after that, we grew up, you know, I grew up going to school, Catholic school at St. John's School with the Benedictine nuns from St. Martin's. Mm-hmm. So I got great, great education from them and great foundation in the Catholic faith. And so I was really appreciative of that. And then, of course, then I had to eventually go to public school, which was not as, as fun as I had at Catholic school. <laughs> but, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I loved going to, with having the sisters and the, you know, now right. we don't have as many sisters, but we had a, when those days we did. And it was really good, but we had lay teachers too, so then it was all good. And so uh, I made my first communion, though, at St. Isaac Jogues, which oh, is yeah. Yeah, what they, they called it. It was still just at the Mother Butler Center. We didn't have the church yet. Oh, so wow. it was clear in 1956. No one even remembers that long ago. No. <laughs> I never thought of in that day. Right, right. But yeah, so then whenever this job opportunity came uh, along for Office of Ministry, I had worked, I'm a commissioned lay minister in the okay. diocese, and I uh, worked in the Wake Ministry, and I'm a lecturer at the St. Isaac Jokes. I've been a long-time member there, although I lived in Colorado for many years. I came back day to my church in uh, St. Isaac Jokes, which is primarily for, was designed primarily for Native American. Right. Down uh, at Mother Butler Center, when I made my first community, it was down by the creek, which is where oh, sure, it initially yeah. started so that the people from those areas could come to church, you know. And uh, so uh, the, uh, during the flood, though, it was wiped away. Right. And, priest, and one priest was uh, killed, which was really sad because he was a really, really great guy. He helped us so much in my childhood as far as our uh, religious education. Sure, sure. And he was a great asset to the 
uh, the Mother Butler Center in St. Isaac Joe community. So it was sad when he was lost. And then we had to move. So right. we moved up on the hill where we're at now, per current location. And then, then I worked many years there before I moved to Colorado, then came back and got involved again. Nice. You know, so, yeah, so I'm a lecturer in the EME, and uh, I do adult education. Oh. 16 years. Yeah, that's the, great. Yeah, and I really love doing that, you know, and I love the Native American community. My grandmother uh, lived there, and I stayed with her many, many years down there on the reservation. I met my husband when I was a teenager, and then I never saw him for 25 years. <laughs> we, we reconnected and we, we were married. He passed away in the last couple of years, and, uh, but he was, um, um, a commission, also a commission lay minister, so we enjoyed a lot of joint right. uh, service to the nice. uh, to the church and That's everything. Awesome. And we attended the Chankuwanka retreat, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Right? Oh, perfect. Yes, yeah. yes. We'd love to hear. That. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I know that's one of the programs that you've got back on its feet again now yes, that you're yes. back in the office. Yes, and I'm so excited about it. My husband and I worked for 14 retreats. You know, and it is a, is a retreat that put is designed to put together the culture way with the Catholic Church. You know, a lot of people, like my husband, was also a sun dancer. He went to Lakota Way after he came back. He was a Vietnam veteran, and when he came back from Vietnam, he got introduced to the Lakota Way. And so he was a sun dancer for 24 years, but he also grew up Catholic because he grew up going okay. 13 years at the Holy Rosary Mission, sure, which is now Red Cloud. But he went there for all his, his growing up years and benefited you know, by that, even though there was... It wasn't always easy, you know. He right. was six years old when he went and wanted to not go there. Right. But, yeah, but the, the parents left him there. But, <laughs> but he, you know, he, but he really kind of eventually embraced his Catholic faith. And after he came back from Vietnam, and he was a. A Sundancer, I supported him in that. Yeah. I went to many sweats and ceremonies and went to many Sundances and, and, and so got familiar, you know, with that. But I always remained faithful to the saying, I'm supportive of this way, but I'm a Catholic, you know. Okay. And so, but this was really great because my, like I said, I grew up going to Catholic school and so did my family, my sisters and my brother. But they went, went to look, my sister went to Lakota Way. So then that's where my husband also went to Sundance, okay. and I went down there to support them. But I would say, you know, I, uh, they, they don't have to make a choice. You don't have to choose Lakota or Catholic. We, we, they both we want one God. Can right? you explain to our listeners who may or not, might not be familiar with what is the, the, well, the Lakota way versus the Catholic yeah, the traditional way, which they practiced, where it was outlawed many, many years, and so was the language. So the religion was uh, outlawed, too, until I think it was 1978 or somewhere around there where the Freedom of Religion Act okay. came into play, where then the Lakota people were able to practice again the sacrifices, which is a real sacrifice in the in the Lakota way, where there's piercing and, and giving flesh you know, to, okay. in prayer for everybody, and, and uh, dancing for four days and fasting during that time. You're not eating. And drink, or drinking, oh, okay. and yeah, and uh, but it's prayer. You know, a lot of prayer. Okay. They do. I uh, do purification. They do the sweat lodge before they okay. enter into the the sun dance circle. They dance for four days. You know, without food oh, wow. or water. And uh, uh, so it's a great sacrifice, you know, and that's kind of the, the thing about what correlates it with together with the sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross for us, you know. And so they pray, though, for a certain purpose, usually, you know, like my husband always prayed for the health of the people because he suffers from a physical illness. Okay. So, so there's usually uh, a lot of a times, purpose and intention yeah. behind but it. Usually, yeah. And then they'll or some or a family member, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe yep. has some hardships or maybe uh, deaths in their families or yeah. whatever it is or for just elders, maybe or the youth or 
you know, right. yeah. So they they pray and they and then, and then it is a sacrifice because they pierce and and they dance and tell it pierce. Wow. Okay, so now you're going to talk about the retreat and how that brings the Lakota way in with the Catholic Church. Well, yeah, right? the the thing that is so neat and why I really embraced it too was because of the prayer. You know, no matter where you go, prayer is always good. You know, and there's only one God, and they say that. My, my, my husband said there's only one God. And so, like I said, he grew up Catholic too, but he also went the traditional way, went to many ceremonies and, and, and uh, sun dances and sacrificed a lot and prayed for a lot of things. But also when he decided that when, you know, that he would go back to the Catholic Church, and so he did. Because it wasn't, there's not really, there's only one God, and prayer yeah, is always right. good. So then they may have a, the the virtues, you know, like respect and generosity, honesty, you know. Um, so those are things that are really good values that are exist in both. Right. And that's what I think is really good is, is really more to come together with the similarities, you know, because it's all good. And that's what I really liked was the similarities between the Lakota way and the Catholic Church. And that was harmony with all people right. and, all, and all things and the, 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 the sacredness of the earth and the, the flowers and the trees and the rocks as the first humans or first beings. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. And, you know, and so and the, and the value it placed on, you know, all, all things in nature and, and also in life, you know, so in human beings too and, and man. So... Um, to put together the Chankuanka retreat and to really no, communicate to people that they do not have to make a choice between Lakota and Catholic Church that we can become Lakota Christians, you know. And I always say, you know, I'm Jermaine. My maiden name is Whiteface, and my maid, my mirrored name is Little Bear, you know. And I was born Lakota, right? Yeah. But I was also born Catholic. Right. Right. So that's what God made me is 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 a Lakota and a Catholic, you know. So that's what I embrace both. I can support the Lakota way, but I also support the Catholic Church, which I'm a strong member of, and I'm so grateful for the um, Chankua Ka retreat, where we are able to combine the two and see the similarities, and also it's like get, get the best of both. Yeah, we get to right. get the best of both. You know, so it's a it's a starts on Thursday evening. Okay. And we they ask you not to be there before four o'clock to make sure everything's ready. Then we yeah, and so then we and then we start immediately on that day, you know, and uh, then it goes on Friday and Saturday. They get the opportunity to either go to a an EP ceremony, which is a sweat lodge ceremony. Oh, okay. We do have a pipe ceremony on one of the mornings. A Lakota man will do a pipe with a sacred pipe, and you can go to a. a Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament in the church. You know, that's mm-hmm. an option right. that we have, too, on Saturday night. And then we're a talking circle, you know, which is okay. where, yeah. And the deacon usually does that. So uh, it's really a real, and it's fun. Then we not only does it just spiritual, but it's emotional and physical, recreational. We just have a lot of fun and spiritual, you know. So it's a combination of both. And I think that the people that come out of that are transformed. You know, they're in a, yeah. they, they, and that's what we hope right. for is a transformation where there's no uh, turmoil about whether I should be right. Lakota or I should be Catholic. I, this is a combination of both. I'm right. A, it should be a, a peace. They should feel a peace. They feel a peace. And I think they, that uh, in my experience, in the many retreats that I've done, that is the experience. What, oh. what days is the retreat? It's going to be this year from September 2nd to the 5th. Okay. 
Yeah. So uh, normally we do have it on the third, but but we have this other uh, thing. <laughs> Deacon and, Greg took that. Yeah, they took our time, you know. So so we, but we I, we didn't want to go without having it, right? You know? and, and and you know, and we just had to be flexible. Yeah. You know, we always have to be flexible. We Things do. aren't always uh, the way you want them to be. So we just had to be flexible. So then this was the only time that was available was the Labor Day weekend. So not everybody can come, but then That's, there's still people. But that there's can. still people that yeah. can exactly. Yeah. And where can they find more information? about that well um we have it on our website okay on the diocese you can That's click right. on to a diocese of rapid city what do we do and go to the office of mediation okay. ministry and it brings up a picture of me there's a there's a brochure you can get a copy of the brochure which i, I is on there then it tells all about the purpose and and where the spiritual right. center okay. and the holy spirit that black elk we have a little bit about black elk nice there's also a tab under the events on the home page where people can go straight to that web that page Wonderful. on our website yeah. so well we need to take a quick break but when we come back jermaine i'd like to hear about your plans for the office of native ministry and what you have going on and, and, and your vision for it. Okay, sounds <laughs> so good. Thank stay you. Stay with us and we'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Presence Radio is uplifting in my life. I learn so much about my faith. Mother Angelica, I just love her sense of humor. I love the daily rosaries. I love all the call-ins from others with questions about the Catholic faith. There isn't a day that does not go by that I don't listen to Real Presence Radio. It's a great gift in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Well, about a year ago, I found a bumper sticker that said Real Presence Radio 88.1. And the next day, I turned that radio station on, and I've had a companion in that radio station ever since. I listen to it all the time on my way home from work, and I absolutely love it. I was waiting for this for years, and I'm so thankful to God that we have this in the Diocese of Duluth and in northern Minnesota and Wisconsin. So thank you, Real Presence Radio. Thank you, everyone who is generous to contribute to their well-being. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, we are back here on Real Presence Live. We are having fun. We are jamming to the music. We are. I'm going to hear that music all day now. 
You are. All day. You're going to dream about it tonight. Every time I move into a new thing, I'm going to hear this music. It's beautiful. It it lets you know good things are coming. Good things are coming. I'm Karen Gibbs. And I'm Becky Bear. And we are talking to Jermaine Little Bear. Now, Jermaine, you just attended a memorial mass for um, Servant of God Nicholas Black Elk down in Manderson. Um, How was that? Oh, I really, really enjoyed it. It was, of course, we had the hottest day of the year to participate in that, but (laughs) we didn't let that never detracted from the joy that we had in being there. You know, I went down there with Kathy Cordes, who was the the archives chairperson. Right, she was just on this morning as well. Oh, good, yes. And and, uh, and then the the bishop was there, of course, and two of our sisters at our new. to the diocese. Oh, good. Yeah, they also attended, and then Father Jules also came. But it was a it was a really nice mass. We had it outside. They they really set it up very very well down there in Manderson, and that was very familiar to me because my grandmother lived in Manderson, and I went to St. Agnes Church oh, many many times nice. in my years growing up. That was right exactly where. Oh wow. Yeah, I've been there many many times. You know, so it was really and it's such a great honor to have. Uh, the canonization of a of servant of God, Nicholas Blackhawk, who is right here in our local area, yeah, here right. to have such a holy man to be have that uh, His ex- classification, I guess, of a servant of God. Yeah. And then moving on to canonization. And, and how wonderful to have that example so close yes. by and so being able to just relate on a, a level. I mean, we hear and read the story of the saints, but to have someone yes. right, right here in our diocese that we... We understand when they when we hear his story, we can picture the the area of yes. We can we you, know what it's like. In you South- can visit his grave. Up right. there. I mean, yeah, you can visit his grave. You can go to the church that he went to to church. To church at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, you it, can, what a blessing! It is. It's a great blessing. Yeah. So it's a great blessing. And his uh, grandson George looked twice was also there. Oh, oh a, on that hot day. On wow. that hot day, uh, even wow. he went up to the the grave. I I went. I couldn't drive walk up there with right. my leg the way it is but uh he went up there and it was really neat you know and then they we had the gravesite you know services yeah. and everything i wasn't able to participate in that but they also but it was really great and then after that one of the ladies from the um parish uh, betty she has betty's kitchen she provided food for us oh nice so we all got a chance to have some a, community some yes. community yeah and that was really nice to visit with each other and, and to have that community you know so it was a great celebration so why did they have that on that date on it august was the 17th celebration of the the death of uh oh okay nicholas black he died on august 17th 1950 okay so it was kind of a memorial celebration oh, of his death true. yeah to well, honor him on that day i was gonna say what a great way to honor him right yes yeah yeah so and it was it was nice it was hot but but how, how many yeah. people were there there was there was quite a few people. There was a lot of local people, you know, which was really, really, oh, it was really great, uplifting to see all these people. There was probably about, I don't know, 75. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, 50 to 75 people. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, then they had it all, they had it set up so nicely. They had canopies and everything for us to sit under, and they had the mass, oh. so you could we could see everything. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, it wasn't inside. Yeah, because yeah, that church holds, what, 10? Yeah, I know, and it's really <laughs> small. It's really a tiny church. Yeah, you'd all be cramped in there. We wouldn't be able to, to really participate and see it very well. You right. Know? So, yeah, Aww. it was a great honor to be a part of it. You know, I uh, haven't been here on in the Chancery office for a long time, so I wasn't a part of the committee at, right. uh, at the beginning. So I've, I'm having to learn a lot about what they, what's been going on. I know we got new cards, you know, from right, trans, right. into France, French, and, I don't know, German, I think. And, right. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So one of the things that you are planning to do is to visit all of the parishes. What is your vision? You know, what is the purpose of vis- visiting all of the parishes? The reason I, you know, the one thing that in, in the Lakota is everything's a circle, mm-hmm. you know. So what I did to, when I was looking at our diocese, I thought to myself, we are so many counties in our diocese. And so I made a, a, this as we are all in a circle, which is which kind of gives us a, a, a I guess, a, Boundaries, in a sense, or in a sense of that we are one. Yeah. We are one in our diocese. And so that's one of the reasons I want to go visit all the parishes because... the Lakota, in some of the parishes, a high Native American population, some parishes, in the majority of South Dakota, it's 84% white, you know, and so there's a smaller, just a small percentage of Native Americans, but we are large in comparison to other places where they don't have a large right. Native American yeah. population, so, and we're some of the poorest counties yep. in the nation, so yep. I want to go visit all the parishes and see how some way or another, you know, because when you don't live in, like in Harding County, I went up there and I had a great visit with Father Sorensen. He took yeah. me to all the different uh, little churches in that area, and what a great trip right. I had. But you know, they had they don't have Native American right. population. Right. There's just a small. So you know, some people are, are separated from the. The, the concept of what this is, right. yeah. yeah. So you know, I just want to kind of form relationships. You know, that we come, right. well, maybe we can go visit them. Maybe they can right. visit us, and maybe we can somehow or another. I know they have a, a reconciliation um, committee at the cathedral. You know, they wanted to also. We all want to be uh, one. You know, because we're. I always say our souls don't have a color. Right. You know, right. so we're all one thing that we're ties all us one. all together. The thing that ties us all together is the Catholic faith. Right. You know, and so we all, whether you're local to Catholic or whether you're Catholic, it ties us together. So how can we um, bridge the gap of differences in culture and, 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 and everything? Because not all of us are full blood Indian either, right. and Native right. American anymore. So then we are, like I'm German, English, Irish. Right. You know? So we are also... There's, that's the primary uh, ancestry of South Dakota is uh, uh, German, Norwegian, English, Irish, and Native American. Oh, you know, so, so that's interesting. Bring yeah. it in. And, bring and it together. Bring us all on. together some way. Yeah. To, because when you form relationships with God, you know, my primary focus is God's greatest commandment. You yeah. know, to love the Lord, that God, with a whole heart, a whole soul, a whole mind, a whole strength, and love our neighbor as, as ourselves. ourselves. And who right. is our neighbor? And how do we embrace our neighbors? Right. And the more we embrace our neighbors, the more successful our whole right. will be. Right. And the more you know your neighbor, the more you will embrace them. Kind of the same concept, exactly. right? Exactly. Love your yeah. neighbor, love your neighbor, neighbor serve your neighbor. neighbor. Exactly. Just a model right after what we do with God. So. Yep. And then, yeah. That's exactly right my place. thought. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jermaine, for joining us today. And we appreciate all you are doing to help um, bring our diocese into one. one. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Well, we have to send it to Eli in Fargo to do a preview of Monday's show. Eli, what's going on on Monday? Hey, thanks, Karen. Got a great show coming up uh, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by uh, Brandon Clark and John Clark, coming to you from our Fargo studios. They'll start off the show with Bishop Richard Pates from the Diocese of Crookston. He'll tell us about something that just might be a perfect fit. Then Tammy Palmer will tell us about her devotion to the patroness of mothers. And Sally Casey will share some ideas of how you can keep Christ at the center of a busy school schedule. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Hey, thank you so much, Eli, for that uh, preview of Monday's show. Sally Casey, she's a friend of mine up there Uh in Fargo, homeschooling mom, brilliant 
multitasker. So that'll be a great Definitely going to have to tune into that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Only if you're going on your ninth kid or something. Well, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe not then. I'll be good. <laughs> oh, well, we have had a great show today, haven't we? We have. We, we, we were naming horses, drinking coffee, making choices on if we're going to become spiritual directors or if we're joining VSI, and then learning all about becoming one with all of uh, the people in the Rep City Diocese, yes. which we got a fabulous history right? update I on. I love that description that she just gave. Yeah, I think it's it's great. I, the show actually has kind of really been a, it a went, theme. Exactly. I mean, aside from the Rabbit City Diocese, it kind of had a, a great theme. It did. We are one. We are one. And we need to learn our faith and we need to, you know, because right. when we know God, we can love God and we can serve, serve God. And when exactly. we put God first, it only comes natural to want to know our neighbor, love our neighbor, and serve our neighbor. Exactly. And you can accomplish that through VSI. Spiritual the Covenant direction. School of <laughs> Spiritual Direction and through the Native Ministry Office. You can, you know, learning about the Lakota and how they are. They are Catholic. Right. Right. We're not, it's not this separate thing. There's Lakota Christians out there. So what I love a that. great yes. show. Yes. And thank you. Well, thank you, Becky, for hosting and for throwing this together <laughs> super last minute. What you listeners don't understand is she threw this show together with less than a week. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a good time. You, it was you, good, though. You did great. Uh, thank you. I'm going to ask you to host again. Not on the last minute, though. No, I'll no. give you a little more warning like, next time. a couple of weeks would be good. Yeah. Ooh, just a couple of just weeks? Just a couple <laughs> Oh, oh. Preferably a couple of months. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just like to thank God for the rain that we're getting here. Amen. And oh, also, I'd just like to shout out again to Stephen and Rose yes. Philippi on their 75th wedding anniversary so yesterday. So amazing. Congratulations on that. And you are all in our thoughts and prayers yes. as we go through our day today. So. We'll see you next time, Becky. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. God bless everyone. <laughs> Bye. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.